Hello everyone and welcome back to A Sentient Future, where we live intentionally. This is episode 73, on the problems with multi-level marketing and network marketing. Now I'll be honest that today's topic did come about because of a conversation I had today with a representative from a network marketing firm. And this particular firm uh, sells financial instruments and obviously gets people involved in selling those same financial instruments and that is a way that some of the representatives can make uh, more income and not just from the, the instruments themselves but from getting people to join the, the organization. The name of the organization doesn't matter and there are obviously a variety of different ones out there. Some uh, have you know, better plans and systems than others and, and better reputations but I thought I would touch on today just some of the issues I believe are consistent across uh, this type of organization uh, as it relates to living intentionally, as it relates to living out our own individual goals. The first problem with what these organizations have typically offered is the sequence in which you're expected to benefit from being involved. So for any of the hard goods, let's say it's a health supplement, you're expected to buy product up front and then Really, it is on the promise or the expectation that you are able to then sell that uh, product at a profit and that long term, a few steps removed, uh, you are financially independent. We've all heard people that have been stuck with product either because they can't sell it or it expires and they're out of pocket for those costs. The only entity that is guaranteed to benefit is the organization itself. The second problem with the programs that are offered by network marketing firms and multi-level marketing firms is around values. So you may not be out of pocket for training costs if uh, you're selling financial instruments, let's say, instead of a physical good. Now, you might still have financial costs associated with incorporating and creating your own business uh, very well, but that might also be the case in other circumstances. So we can put that aside for now. At the very least, though, you're investing your time, which is, as we've established, our universal currency. And so that investment does represent a cost. Are you going to look back on, at the very least, that time you've spent as being rewarding or fulfilling or, or worth it? Is it in line with your values? What if you get involved with the organization? Is spending your time regularly, daily, weekly, annually, in that way, going to be worth it to you? Is the financial independence that you may or may not get, but even let's say you do uh, get it, is that going to offset the you know, lack of contentment, perhaps, with the daily grind? The financial independence that you may gain might not be worth spending your time in a way that you later regret. So I just want you to keep that in mind, that this is someone else's business model, that a lot of the training and a lot of how you get good at doing what you need to within the organization is scripted. And not to say that it's robotic, because that's probably not the case. But are you really going to feel like you can be yourself as part of that organization? And you know, if you're not, I guess, being yourself as part of that organization, if you're not being true to you and your values, then what are you doing? The third and final issue I'll raise with respect to these programs and intentional living is really around their scalability and their universalizability. So for those of you who are familiar with Kantian ethics, 
this is similar, right? Rather than the question of if everyone did this behavior, would it be ethical or morally just or would it still work? Uh, this is, it's similar. If everyone uh, were a part of this organization, would the business model work? And the answer is often no, right? We couldn't all be pushing the same health supplements. We couldn't all be pushing the same financial instruments. And so what that means is that each person really is uh, a means as well as an end, right? Uh, ends versus means for those who, are, again, who are familiar with Kantian ethics. And if you are okay, I guess, with being an organization's means, then great. Um, but keep in mind that at some point, the market will be saturated by the, uh, I guess, the organization's offerings. And it might end with you, right? You may not be able to find customers who are interested. And uh, in that case, you know, you are going to have wasted a lot of time, potentially money. Uh, in, in getting involved. And do you feel, I guess, how do you feel, right, around reaching out to someone else and getting them involved, knowing full well they could be the last people to benefit from it, right? So it, I guess, it comes down to, you know, your own personal preferences and, and, and values. But these organizations don't often scale well, because there is such a gray line between the, or blurred line, uh, between the means and the ends, between the employees right? Or partners and between the uh, customers or clients. So it's just something to think about. So the reason I brought this topic up today is because I just care a lot about how people spend their life and whether that's fulfilling to them. What you value is none of my business, frankly, and, and nor do I want you to think that what I value is something you should value. We are all individuals. And while we're certainly part of a big community, um, you know, that independence or that individuality, I think, needs to be celebrated. So the last thing I would want for myself or for you is to, at the end of our lives, to look back at how we've spent our time, the currency we've effectively been given that is not guaranteed, but, you know, we get what we get, that that has been spent wisely, right? That you don't regret any of the decisions you've made or that you would make all of the same decisions again, or at least the major ones, right? So it's important that you look at these opportunities from, I think, that perspective of, is this fulfilling to me, right? I get it, right? Some of the financial promises are quite stunning. And in some cases that can be fulfilled if you work really, really hard and you stay at it. Uh, but I guess the question really is opportunity cost. And is there something better you could be doing with your time that is more fulfilling uh, or that might earn you more money, or whatever it is that you're optimizing. And that raises the question too, what are you optimizing in your life? What, is it is it money, or is it fulfillment, or some combination thereof? Does one enable another? Let's be clear on that before you dive into something that is you know not going to necessarily result in being a positive chapter in your life. So I hope that's food for thought. I really value your time and attention today. Thank you very much, and until next time, live intentionally. Sentient Future out.